If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good God, he's old. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I realize. I realize this topic is uh, as old as Joe Biden at this point. Um, I just saw him getting off the helicopter coming back home. You know, he goes. He goes to home all the time. He leaves like late Thursday and comes back. You know, Monday afternoon. In this case, Tuesday because uh, the of the holiday. But he spends a lot of time home. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Did I mention I'm talking about Joe Biden? Mm, no. I don't think I did. Now, now you have. That's weird. What a stupid son of a bitch. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, you're right in this case, Mr. Biden. You nailed it. Kef care. People wondering who the hell you're talking about. No, I just saw Joe Biden walking off the helicopter going back. I think I did mention the White House, and there are very few people <laughs> it yeah. would be. Um, uh, anyway, his, his gait, I mean, he's aged so much. Since he was running for president. It's shocking. And like I was talking about with my parents, and I've observed in my own life, when I was younger, I assumed that aging was just an ongoing gradual process, but it doesn't work that way, it seems to me and to my dad. It, it, you, you stay, you know, you're plateau for a while, and then you have a drop. And then you stayed the same for a while, and then you have a drop. No. And that's just the way it seems hate to the work. Drop. I Oof. hate the drops too, but Joe Biden has had one. And, uh, you know, that's the physical part, shuffling along off the, trying to look energetic. But man, oh, man. And then he had a moment over the weekend giving a big Fourth of July speech where uh, we, we kind of made a comedy little thing out of this. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> so... <laughs> I I would suggest that if you're going to ever have a setup like you can define this in one word, you got to get that word out next yeah, and clearly. I, yeah, I'd go ahead with that word. Yeah, <laughs> It's time for the word. 
like right there and clearly. And then if you want to tell the story of how sure. you came across the word, that'd be fine. But uh, we finally puzzled out that he was saying something about being in the Himalayas. And <laughs> by golly, the crack Armstrong Getty research term has come up with the whole uh, conversation. Yeah, so this guess, is the right? whole thing which we'll discuss at the end. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the, foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. Unless we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. And uh, we were sitting alone. I had an interpreter and he had an interpreter. And he looked at me in all seriousness. He said, can you define America for me? And I said what many of you heard me say for a long time. I said, yes, I can. In one word, possibilities. Possibilities. That in America, everyone should be able to go as far as their hard work and God-given talent will take them. And possibilities, we're the only ones. That's why we're viewed as the ugly Americans. We think anything's possible. Well, I didn't quite get that in there. Wow. <laughs> that's why wow. we're viewed as the ugly Americans, because we believe everything is possible? That's and a weird then, twist. I, was, I thought, okay, he saved it there at the end. You know, I agree with him. And then what? That's why they think we're ugly Americans. <laughs> no, that's that? not why at all. <laughs> It's not where that term comes from at all. <laughs> and and we mentioned during the show, too, that whole uh, traveled 17,000 miles as vice president. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> I don't did, know that for you, a fact. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what was the first part of that sentence? Someone told me or they say I I don't. Because it sounds like he's just saying, I traveled 17,000 miles. But <laughs> he turns around immediately. I don't know that that's true. I'm so old. I was the second mate on the Titanic. I don't know if that's true. Does he think people are been, checking his mileage? Somebody was. It may have been me. I'll tell you exactly what that is. He's been caught out so many times and embarrassed that he wanted to throw that in there to make sure he didn't get caught again on making it unproclaimed. You can't. I have two kids. I, I don't know that for a fact. I mean, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh golly! It's just you know we're we're taking the lighthearted view of the fact that that he's a rambling old man and he's still got that muscle memory. Of the politician. I mean, he's one of the more glib politicians probably in our nation's history. He's still got that muscle memory that, like, and he gets a crescendo and gets a little bit of applause. Then he said, that's why we're so good and blah, 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 blah. And then he... (laughs) And that's why they hate us, because of our cable TV. (laughs) He shouts at the crowd. They're thinking, wait, no, no, that's not why at all. Yeah. Oh, golly. And we are so far away from the next presidential election. It'll be a full several years older. Yeah, no kidding. And then the veep. Well, that's come on. We plowed that ground plenty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time. So you don't. So you're you're convinced that at some point he announces he's not running. Yes. Yeah, probably. But but isn't that kind of like the thing that happens with older parents where everybody knows they shouldn't be driving anymore, but they don't know that. And you have to go to them and in some cases go to the court and demand his license, their license be taken away. What if Joe yeah. Biden doesn't believe he's too old to be president? Maybe it'll be one of those moments like when uh, Barry Goldwater went to Nixon with a coalition of Republican senators and said, look, you just don't have any support. Um, it it could well be that his uh, contemporaries in age, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, although Schumer's the kid at age 72, right, or something like that, they'll come to him and say, listen, you know, you've served the country well, blah, 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 thank God Trump has gone and you ushered us past him, blah, 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 but you just don't have it anymore, and we're going to look somewhere else. You don't have our support. Mm, yeah, that could happen. In fact, that's probably the way it will unfold. Um uh, he had the advantage because he was old last, not as old as he is now, but he was last, he was old in, in 22, but, uh, or in 20, but he had the advantage of the pandemic that he didn't have to do the usual presidential campaign, which is grueling. Presidential mm-hmm. campaigns are grueling. And this next one is going to be like a normal campaign where you have to hit three different states a day for a freaking year. It helps being the president because you have Air Force One, but it's still grueling. And he just there's no way he could stay on top of that. 
Right. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, although I find myself wondering if uh, in the way COVID rearranged the workplace in some ways temporarily, in some ways probably more permanently, but um, if the whole model of presidential campaigning isn't evolving into the well, 21st that, century. That would be fine. It's dumb. It's dumb that they fly all over and, you know, show up at every little fair and stand on a hay bale. It's just ridiculous. It, it really Tell is. Tell me You'll what your policies are. Right, exactly. Yeah, you'll still see that sort of thing in Iowa because Iowans uh, fancy themselves great judges of presidential character. How have you done lately, huh? Anyway, um, <laughs> and uh, New Hampshire and the rest of it, uh, you'll still see that so-called retail politics. But honestly, give me five minutes. I could come up with a couple of different ideas for how about, you know, uh, t- three nights a week, every Monday, Wednesday and Thursday. Each candidate prepares a five-minute speech, and they're aired back-to-back and alternate who goes first every time. And they address what's going on in the country, what they would like to do about it. Maybe they take pot shots at their uh, opponent. Have it on the TV, radio, that sort of thing. I don't care if they show up at my local convention center, and, and from the 37th row, I see them saying stuff I've already heard them say. Well, the primary system, is, which is how we end up with the two disappointing candidates. I mean, we've had a couple elections in a row with candidates that the vast majority of the country didn't want. You know, regardless how you feel about Hillary or Biden or Trump, you know, the polls showed that 60, 70 percent of the country didn't want any of these candidates. So, mm-hmm. um... But it's our primary system that gets us into that jam, and it's it's almost entirely based on the debates, which are the worst way in the world to try to figure out who's a good candidate. It's a zinger fest. They each get like a 90 seconds of time. It's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do it again. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping for better this time around, but uh, who knows? A better way of doing it or better candidates? Because the way we do it is going to be the same. Well, I think that the latter defend, uh, depends on the former. You know, you keep doing the same thing, you're going to have more or less the same result. Uh, but it's going to be, as you've mentioned, just ridiculously wide open and crazy. Once the midterms are over and maybe old man Biden admits he's not going to run and, and Kamala admits she's a, a, a moron. And um, so she's then, a different she's a different one. I mean, who's going to tell her she she has no support and shouldn't run? Yeah, boy, you can't make the age argument to her. You've just got to say, look, you're an idiot. You're t- you're t- <laughs> I was going to say talentless and unappealing. Um, but, you know, if you're pressed for time, we could just go with yours. Uh, somebody's got to make that case to her. Look, you have the charisma of an angry post office employee at the end of their shift. The only reason people act like they like you is because you're the vice president. You have no support. Look, Kamala, we all like you. We're all on Team Kamala. But you're talentless and unappealing. (laughs) You make Dan Quayle seem like George Washington. Okay? 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 You make Hillary Clinton seem like Winston Churchill. You see? (laughs) Oh, boy. There's only one human being in the world. Who could lose to Donald Trump? And I'll give you one guess who it is. It's you. Now guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be, you know, it might be good for our uh, for our business. Wide open on both sides. Just oh. freaking completely wide open. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it was mentioned earlier that something like 27 uh, Democrats were running at one point in the 2016 cycle, I guess it was. Um, And it's not going to be that wide open on the Republican side because there are a couple of big names who I think are going to quickly consolidate the cash and the interest. Uh, Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. I really do. Um, Maybe it'll be half a dozen, but it's not going to be 27. Democrats on the other side? Holy cow. uh, You think you'll be able to hold the Republican side to one debate stage? Because they couldn't uh, in in 16. Yeah, I think that's because you had uh, uh, two... Well, no, that was at the end of two terms of Obama. Yeah, well, there was no there was no presumptive uh, front runner. There was no, you know, show horse in that one. Um, and I really think there is in DeSantis this time. Does little Marco and his thirsty, thirsty uh, self throw his hat into the ring? I don't know. And Pompeo and Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Abbott from Texas. Right, right. Uh, DeSantis clearly. But it feels more like a group of eight maybe 10 did we mention chris uh, christie as opposed to 27 i don't think the fat man gets in oh I don't he's know. so clearly running maybe something changes his mind some internal polling but man yeah. when i see him on the talk shows he's clearly is he still svelte by his standards no no he's a giant he's fat guy. Him. yeah yeah uh, anyway, what so white fat guys can't be president well, no, I'm just, I was curious because he, he skinnied up to try to run for president, didn't go his way, got fat again. And uh, Pompeo looks like a chiseled movie star now. How long does that last? You know what's disappointing about losing weight? I've had this problem myself is how much it ages you. That's disappointing. You lose weight and you, your face looks 10 years older. Mm, yeah, older. I remember that. It turns out uh, fat's like collagen. It just uh, stretches yeah. stuff out so you don't look wrinkly. Yeah, so do you want to be a young fat guy or an old thin guy? Health-wise, I realize what's better. (laughs) Okay, guys, this is Biden as an NFL player. Based on that clip we heard, he's running with the ball, he fumbles the (laughs) ball, but then he picks it up and runs for a touchdown. But he ran the wrong way and scored for the other team. There you go. Yep, yep. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 